What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. In today's episode, you have the trio talking about Dune, talking about the books, talking about the movies, talking about the most recent movie here in 2021. As always, guys, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us, help us grow this audience. We love doing this for you guys. All right, before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And thanks for stopping by. Panzer Vor! Oh, and fuck you, Brian, with an I. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. In today's episode, you have the trio, the three musketeers. Brian, say hello. Hi. You got Trey, say hola. Hola. Oh, got him to speak a little Espanol. And of course, you got me, Irvin, bringing to you a little Dune magic. We're going to be discussing everything about Dune we have all watched the movie. Some of us went to the movie theaters. Some of us watched it at home on HBO Max. Some of us have done both. So we're going to be discussing it, our overall thoughts on it, what the future entails. But before we do jump into that, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us, help us grow this audience. And we're going to talk about some of the things that we're excited for, some of the things that we're either doing, excited for, watching, reading, playing whatever the case may be so without further ado brian what is something you're reading watching and or playing shit i have nothing to add (laughs) (laughs) we started watching narcos mexico season trace which is spanish for something it's this one have you all watched the narcos series at all yes series no yes what series no what's the alternative I just live it. You just live the narco life. <laughs> yeah. Gang, so gang, baby. I'm watching a show about it's basically your biography. Try. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, it's been good. We're about halfway through. It's delightful. This is talking about the early 90s as the cartels have kind of fragmented. And this isn't this isn't nerdy or fun. This is just very so super despairing. Um, what else? What else can I say? That's it's it. on That's Netflix, though, right? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Go check it out. Yeah. It It'll be super depressing, and it's just the worst. Turns out America's the real bad guy. Give us I our dun, dun, dun. We just want our cocaine, man. Give us our cocaine. No, it's cocaina. Cocaine. Co- cocaina. Cocaine. I'm learning narcos, Espanol. <laughs> there you go. Hey. The worst. Oh, oh, I know. Jefe. That means boss. boss. And jefa is lady boss. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. All right, that's all I got. Trey, what what about you? So mine actually folds into each other. So what I'm currently reading right now is the Sandman Omnibus number one, um, which is a big collection. If you guys don't know what it is, it's leather bound. Big collection of the Sandman comic books. An omnibus, that's what it is, right? Omnibus, yes. I believe there's three. So I didn't really realize that. I thought there was just going to be like a one and done collection because it's freaking massive it weighs like six or seven pounds anyway um i've been reading that and it's so good this is my first time rereading it in over 10 years i think and 
very good. So well done. So well written. Um, but kind of the catalyst for going that route and picking up this new copy because my copy's been scattered to the wind or my old copies is because Sandman is going to be coming out soon ish. I don't even know what the release date is. I was trying to look it up before we started talking, but I didn't get to it. I don't think it's coming out anytime soon. I think maybe, maybe earliest, probably end of 2022 is what I would imagine. Yeah. Um, Sometime in 2022 is what it says. That's from Google. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, There we go. That works. Yeah. It's, uh, but it will be on Netflix in 2022 so and Hall is not tied to this project even though he's a big advocate for it right uh i thought i want to say he was was it Hall or was it um it's another white guy and i'm yeah um the inception Affleck, you dumb shit (laughs) no um Gord, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Uh, tomato, tomato. The how did I how did guy. I accidentally know that? Because you just named the widest name you could and you nailed it. Fair. You didn't say Ben Affleck, but you know, that's okay. Okay, so that folds in with our conversation because Sandman is about sand and Dune is about a desert planet. Is that is that what we're going for? Is that the theme? And Mexico, I guess, is like they got deserts there. You got sand there too. All right. All right, Irvin, what's keep keep on brand? What's your sandy uh thing you're doing, watching, enjoying, reading, playing? Okay, here we go. Since we're sandpaper, since we're since we're talking about sand here, I am excited for the Obi-Wan trailer that we did not get on Disney Day. Super sad about that. Obviously, you know it's sand related because who else loves sand? Anakin Skywalker, Sandman. Sand, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Darth Vader. Darth Vader does not like sand. So he is supposed to be it's in that show. It's coarse and rough. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. What a stupid. But I'm so glad it's part of pop culture now, right? Like we, every, you say that everybody knows what you're talking about. Okay, but so the thing that you're enjoying right now is not having the trailer. I... Yes. No, right, no, let's, no. Let's not dive too much. I was, I was trying to stay on track with the Sandman thing. No, no I I'm excited. For, I'm excited for that to come out, though. Um, I believe I, I don't remember the date. Uh, 2022. Wonderful. Awesome. So 2022 is when it's going to come out. Oh, OK. So on the topic also of that, I'm excited for a book of Boba Fett to come out. Uh, uh, OK, whatever. So Obi-Wan Kenobi is the show that I am looking forward to. It's not necessarily something I am enjoying at the moment. I'm enjoying all our- the memes that are coming from it, I guess. I think I've already explained to you guys why I, I'm distrustful of the Book of Boba when I, we actually saw each other in person. Did I express my concern about that? I don't recall. We we were drinking kind of heavily, so I don't remember. That's why I don't recall. Shh, don't remind me. <laughs> the hangover sucked. I was yeah. fine the next day. I was okay. I, think I, I was too. We stayed up later than you did. I'm not surprised. Anyway, yeah. I'm suspicious because the trailer it starts off cool. It's like Jabba ruled this planet with fear, and then he's like, "I'm going to rule it with like respect and friendship." And it's like, "What? No, no, Tatooine's cool because it's a horrible place full of mobsters and bad people. Like you can't you can't civilize Tatooine. It's dumb." 
So I think they're trying to make Boba Fett a good guy. I don't trust it. Yeah, it looks like they're going to kind of make him an anti-hero there, huh? Yeah. Not everybody has to be an anti-hero. Let some people just be not heroes. I have been saying this that I thought DC should should have done this has done just like a, a series on just the villains and like their origin stories. And like, they did that. It was called Suicide Squad and it sucked. The Suicide no, no, Squad no, no, that was no, no, pretty no. good. But I'm talking about like one origins, one origin story. So think Joker, Joker, Joker. Yeah. except not it's plugging. depressing. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to kill myself at the end of the movie. I want an actual origin story. That's not the origin story of the Joker. But yeah, think think kind of along those lines. I I think that that would be difficult to do over an entire movie just because and I'm thinking about a lot of the Batman animated series ones. All of these people are really just mentally ill like they don't send people to prison in gotham they send ever. them to the asylum. no one ever goes to prison in gotham they all go to arkham asylum yeah like they, one of them. yeah think about the the bad guys in, in batman you've got mr freeze who's just like really depressed because his girlfriend's dead uh you've got poison ivy who thinks that plants are people which is fucking nuts she just wants to save the 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 planet, yeah she's you know? like an eco-terrorist You've got Two-Face who just has regular old schizophrenia and multiple personality disorder. And then the Joker is just like, you know, bonkers, cuckoo banana. And they're like, all being the, chased by a man dressed as a bat. Like, ultimately, what I'm saying is that exactly. And they're all paranoid about that because it's actually happening. Yeah, and I, so, I would be terrified. Like the origin of all of the DC bad guys, it's going to come back to the same like, and that's because Gotham underfunded its like mental health rehabilitation clinics. Anyway, what were we talking about again? Dune. Oh, All right, yeah, let's talk yeah. about Timothy Shalamanah. Shalamanah. Not as good, Tom Holland. Okay, I'm going to ask a question, and wait, can we do a thing where? We write it down without telling each other, and that way I'll reveal it after we've pulled put up the names. So if I get, I'm going to give a prompt, and I want you guys to write it down, then put it up in front of the screen. Can we do that? Sure. Okay. I don't know if I have a. You're writing it down. Do I have to write anything down? Yeah, I'm. Gonna, well, we're all going to write down an answer to this prompt. False. Let me find a pen. God damn it, Irvin! Told you specifically for this episode to get a pen. Okay, so <laughs> obviously the success of the new movie Dune is dependent on its incredible eye candy. So of all of the actors and actresses in that movie, I want you to write down. We all gonna, know what we're writing down. We're here. all going to reveal at the same time. I want you to write down who you thought was the best eye candy in that movie. So we're going to do on three, we're going to do a showdown and we're going to reveal and we're going to reveal on three. So it's going to be one, two, and then reveal. Ready? You guys ready? Yeah. One. Okay. This is for the best eye candy of the new Dune movie. One, two, three. I saw Skarsgård. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Irvin wrote 
Poe Dameron. Yeah, that's <laughs> close enough. This is like Celestia Isaac. And obviously I picked Jason Momoa because that man should have gone with Momoa, but that was the easy choice. God damn it. Okay. Well, you know what? I think that all speaks to our individual strengths as men (laughs) and friends. Trey, you went for the Baron because that guy knows what he wants. Irvin, you went for the bearded, uh, what is he, Guatemalan? He is Guatemalan. That's exactly why I went for it. I just found out the other day. I was like, like, I'm a fucker Guatemalan. I was like, he's like, 12 inches taller than your typical Guatemalan. Right. Which so. means he's exactly five foot eight. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually, I think, Facts. roughly his height. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you, and um, you and Oscar Isaac would see eye to eye with each other. We have a kinship, me mm-hmm. being Central American as well. So that is correct. It, it was, that was a good pick. That was a good pick for him for Lado Atreides. Yes, I it was. It. I thought he absolutely crushed that role, even though he's maybe in like, let's call it, 17 and a half minutes of the movie yeah i mean i mean leto atreides is is not a, going back to like the 1984 version he's not in it that long either you know like it's just that's just the way the book was written he's not gonna yeah. be in it that long it's about paul yeah should we do a spoiler warning for the book that is easily 60 years old at this point and the movie that's also four, 30 years old it yeah, in the 80s, 80s like 84 84 so it's like 36 yeah yeah so 40 years old god bless anyway yeah. spoilers Spoiler about dune <laughs> spoilers about dune yeah i'll, I'll oscar make sure isaac, that, uh... oscar isaac died <laughs> <laughs> he died from auto muerte no he died because he ch- he chipped his tooth what a di- what a way to die what a way to go no it was laced with like cyanide gas or something yeah Killed everyone in the room except for the fat floating man. Almost got him though. He had his little uh cloak, scar scarred. Uh, what a shit answer, Trek. So <laughs> yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. All fat suit and all. Uh that was a fat suit. I mm-hmm. thought they just, just they're like, all right, man, you gotta eat. All right, cool. McDonald's. <laughs> okay, so question, guys. Who directed the movie? Do y'all know who it is? Oh, can I Google it? Yeah, Didn't... yeah, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and Google it, Brian? It's the same. Director as Blade Runner 2049 and Arrival. And I think he also did Sicario, but not Sicario Day of the Yackle. That is correct. Almost word for word from Wikipedia. I hope you're donating to them because they I, are I always hounding me for it. No, I just have a pretty good memory. And in the earlier cut before you cut out the <laughs> dumb shit you said, you had told me it was Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, I was uh, I was really surprised because I could actually see some of the uh, the similarities between Sicario specifically and this one. I don't know what it was, but I was like, I was like, man, I was like, this this feels familiar. Without me, I had never seen the 1980s movie. I hadn't read the books, but I was like, it felt familiar to me. And so I went back and looked at it. And I was like, ah, that's why. I was uh, I was impressed with what he did and his vision. Yeah, no, I, I think Denis Villeneuve is <laughs> he's probably one of my favorite directors right now. I really like what he did visually with Blade Runner. Uh, Arrival, obviously fantastic. Sicario, uh, I don't. I really liked Sicario. Yeah, no, I know. I love Sicario. I don't. But you're talking about it from like a. Yeah, I. I I don't think it's as beautiful. And again, I, I need to go back and watch it again, but I just, it it's not as striking as the other two. 
or the other three that I'm I'm thinking of off the top of my head, including I see, I, I see what you're saying. Okay, I For guess me, I, I could be wrong. I don't know. Just powerful scenes and like you feel the intensity of the scenes. That's what I get from Sicario, and the same thing that I got in Dune. Yeah. So Sicario, the thing I thought was the, the thing that stuck out to me the most was that final scene with Benicio del Toro and the other the family, right, where he sat down to dinner with them. That's what stuck out to me, not necessarily any visuals. And that could just be a failing on my watching it, but that's. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of want to watch it again. Yeah, that's yeah, a good movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also had Josh Brolin. It does. It did have yeah. uh, Thanos in it. Yeah. The casting on this is uh, is pretty incredible. Pretty, pretty packed as far as casting is concerned. From Thanos to Moon Knight to MJ. A lot of MCU characters in in this. Trey, what did you think of the movie? I liked it. I I, I liked it more than I thought I was going to like it. Um, visually very cool. It is kind of slow, but I didn't mind it. Slow like, burn, slow, slow burn. burn, and but like you kind of know that. Uh, well, again, I am a huge fan of the 1984 version. I've seen it. A bunch. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen it over the years. It's one of those movies for me that if it's on or if it's on like a streaming service and I'd like just want to kind of zone out for a little while and do something, I'll put it on. Um, How do you compare the two, the 1980s and the 2021 version? um, Different, different takes. Definitely a lot. I, I was expecting the narration. (gasps) <gasps> mm. Gamjabar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 instead of being the narration, they they say it in a different language. And or they just kind of say it under their breath. And it works, but I like the one when it's in their head, I feel like it's more but that's that's a hard way to tell a story. I I I, I will say that like having the voiceover thing is kind of like in today's movie making, like you just don't see that. It doesn't happen. I also think if I was having to listen to Timothy Shlamamame uh-huh. uh, do voiceover, it would just, it would really drive me nuts. That's when I realized the Gamjabar was really a test of my, who I am on the inside. I just didn't need to be here in Timothy Shah. I don't know what his voice sounds like. He sounds like a little French kid, right? Right. Is that what right. he is? Yeah. I mean, is he French? I mean, his name is. Yeah, but that doesn't. I mean, it's, he's it's Timothy with two E's at the end. Uh, what kind of question is that, Irvin? Let's see where he's from. Timothy. I just remember Timothy. Uh, he's American. Yeah, he's born in Manhattan. Hmm. Mother from New York, and his dad's from France. Uh, oh, if I could, good. if I again, I always wish that I had the ability to edit and like do the cuts of movies. Cause what I would do is I would take the 2021 Dune and then I would add in um, voiceovers by Timothy Chalamet's character from a rainy day in New York, where he's just a very pretentious New Yorker walking around saying stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that that would be a really great contrast. <laughs> well, you know, this is not the, my favorite bagel shop in the city. You know, you've really got to go to like upper Manhattan to get like that really authentic bagel. Like just have like that overlaid with him. Like watching the utter destruction of Arrakis <laughs> by the Harkonnens. Yeah. 
Um, but no, I thought it, I thought it was well done, well casted. Um, I'm, you know, like I'm excited to see where the story goes, right? Like I'm excited to see the next installment. You know how it ends. I mean, I know how it ends. Unless they pull a fast one on us, but probably not. I hope not. I kept hoping Jason Momoa would live, but I didn't get to see him live. And I think he's dead. I eat. So I, I think it was you and I, or I don't remember who it was that we were, we were talking about this. It was like, wait, wait, is he Patrick Stewart's character? Or yeah, we were talking he, about this. Is, yeah, we did have too which, much to drink. <laughs> which, it was definitely us. Yeah. Which which uh, which one is he playing? Does like, he live? Does he live? I can't remember. <laughs> Get, get um, rid of get rid of a get rid of Thanos. Give me more Momoa. Yeah, yeah give me more Aquaman. Yeah, uh, yeah. Trying to figure out who is who. Uh, yeah, I think Patrick Stewart is uh, Brolin. Ernie Halleck. Yeah. So, no more Momoa. No more. I need I need Momoa, not less Moa. Exactly. Um. Wow. I should yeah. get a T-shirt. That should be our first Nerd Nostalgia Podcast t-shirt. Write it down, Irvin. We need Momoa, not less Momoa. (laughs) And it's just a bunch of pictures of like really small, like, you know, those pictures or the the shirts that have like little designs, just like little pictures of Momoa, like doing cool stuff. He drinks beer and throws axes and rides bikes. Wait, who? This is Momoa. Yeah, we need Mo of him. Momoa. Momoa. Momo, or the second shark could be the Momoa we come across. Wait, I'm coming up. The Mo money we come. Yeah, the Momoa we come across. The Mo Moa problems we see. <laughs> oh, I'm having a mental breakdown. What is going on? No, Jesus, boo that man. Yeah, all right. Anyway, indeed. I'm brainstorming on the the, the t-shirts <laughs> coming 2022. Get your Christmas shopping done early. So what's um so Trey, you really liked it. Mm-hmm. Brian, what's um something that just stood out to you? What's like the most notable thing from the movie that it could be a scene, it could be some dialogue, it could be whatever. I'm a little bit hamstrung because I watched it on the couch, HBO streaming. I didn't have a good surround sound system, and I've been told that the the perfection of the movie comes from watching it where you could hear the like all vibrating and like shaking your brain and whatnot. Yeah. It gets some juices flowing. I'm really more limited to the visuals and it was just a visually stunning movie. I, I think the worms look cool. That's such a stupid, like I'm pretty sure like 12 year old me and whatever age I am now, me year old me like that. I have the same, which is like, oh, it's cool, cool worms. I also wish that at some point someone had said this is no cave because they were giant space worms, like from that one movie about the Empire striking back. Anyway, sandworms. I thought those were cool. The sandworms. Okay. The Trey, what's, uh, what? What? Uh, what's something notable to you? Something that stood out? Scars guard. That's what I was thinking. I mean, he, uh, yeah, visual he did, effects wise, or yeah, and and very. So like the the nineteen eighties version, uh, the Baron is is very campy, 
right? Yes. Very over the top, very campy. Um, and like the interactions between Scarred, Scarred and um, Bautista were really good. And I think Bautista was a great pickup there. Um, Love Bautista. Right. Um, when he floats, like it was, like I said, really campy in the 80s. But this one was like, oh, fuck. And he's got like the big long robe. It's creepy. It's creepy. Yeah. Like really, really good job. And you can kind of tell that he enjoyed doing it. Like he was like, this is kind of fun. Like I get to be this crazy. I mean, granted, Skarsgård has played some crazy characters in the past already, but like this one is kind of taking it. Um, and the interactions between him and Poe Dameron, so good. Uh, really good, really good acting between those two. And you know, you're just and you're you're really rooting against him, and that's I feel like that's a very good uh, quality in a villain like whenever you can you viscerally feel like oh please, please get him please get him yeah exactly like a joffrey or uh what is his name dogs guy created reek rhymes with meek reek reek rhymes ramsey with bolton yeah there you go yeah. i i do wish i don't know if you guys got the same sense but they it was slow paced in some ways but I, I didn't have a good sense of time as far as the time that they landed on Arrakis until ship hit the fan, because it did seem like they had essentially gotten done unpacking. And then it's like, Oh, the Harkonnens are back. You're all, you're all going to die. And so I would have liked to know, was it literally like within a week that they get there, that, that they're getting invaded or is it months so so i did that's a good point one thing i did catch and and something that i like kind of caught offhand was okay so whenever they send that what is it the seeker i forgot what it's called the little bug after paul right yeah yeah the little um, six weeks you're right it was well he had been in the wall for weeks is basically what they said like we you know we swept and swept and swept and swept and like this guy had been bricked up in this wall for weeks and it took him that long to tunnel through and take an attempt on Paul. And so like after everybody had let their, so everybody's guard was kind of down. Yeah. At that yeah. point. You can't get my boy, Paul. Right. They're going to try. Damn. They are. I mean, they kind of did. Try. They killed his family and destroyed his home. And they only killed his one of his family members, two of his family members. If you count making, the world a little less Moa. <laughs> yes. So stuck on it, dude. He's doubling down on it. Yeah. <laughs> Just... Actually, I, I took the time to Google is Momoa, not less Moa a thing. It's not. I don't think anyone before has ever said we we don't we need Momoa, not less Moa. For a reason. Yeah. Right. So let's uh let's let's go ahead and before you release this, we probably need to get that trademarked. Just saying. I'll reach out to my lawyer. He's no good. No good. What did you, uh, what, what stood out to you, Irvin? Yeah, Irvin, what stood out to you? Tell us. So going on your uh, Momoa, I, uh, I loved his, uh, his death scene. It was, it was epic. Wait, he died? Fuck. He's <laughs> coming back. Alert. His, um, his signal, his sword signal to, mm-hmm. uh, to Paul at the end there. 
read up that that was actually like uh, his, his what does his son do it's um it's some like filipino like sword combat i think it's called uh like kila maybe i could be wrong but he does like a, a little gesture to him and he was like it was it was for paul but really i i meant it to be for my son like that was like a little head nod to him so Aww. i thought that scene was super cool it just shows like the house of trades like the fighting spirit behind them and i really really connected with that i really liked that a lot and that was something that stood out to me so yeah in that scene's awesome like mm-hmm. awesome awesome but like, one thing that like still thing. doesn't still doesn't make sense to me is like okay the shields right the shields block like fast moving things we get that that's cool so like you know you get hit with a sword and it bounces off you cool but like in the case of Leto Atreides, whenever he gets shot with the dart, the dart like burrows in, burrows in, burrows in, and then it hits his back and that, that knocks him out, right? That makes sense because it's like a continued pressure and it finally gets through. And then like whenever they're sword fighting, like it has to, like you put it up against somebody's neck and then you kind of keep going, keep going, keep going. And then, yeah, and it turns red and then it, you know, it finally cuts the person, right? <laughs> in Momoa scene, he was hacking just them going down. real fast. Yeah, going real fast, hacking everybody down, and they were all falling. Like, I mean, it is Momoa. He can do what he wants. But that's why. That's let's, why. Uh, let's keep a little consistency there. I just, well, I just want to know what the... he's, he's the elite of the House of Treaties, and he's the only one that can keep up with everybody else. So to me, yeah. it's just you're you're picking the uh the Titan. Like he's he's the outlier, he's not the rule. Right. So he's the one who has the force ability because even Brolin's character doesn't have the ability to uh, to do what, what they were doing. Yeah, I but think. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm in Trey's camp because it's like it, if you're a good fighter, you know how to manipulate the rules of the sword fighting. You can't just bludgeon through somebody. I think the, the shield falls apart where it's like, OK, it has to be done slowly unless it's done really, really fast. And then it's like, OK, well, that's stupid because just shoot him at that point. Right. Because I mean I do like too, I yeah. do like the fact that they stay away from like blasters because of the because of the shields and stuff. Like and yeah. that makes it visually way cooler. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um than the and there are blasters and stuff, and especially like between you know, bombs and stuff like that whenever they're blowing up the base. But yeah, I was just kind of like a little consistency. Yeah. Granted a lot of slow miles of, dudes. A, of an improvement like, from yeah. the uh, 80s version though. oh yeah 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 100 <laughs> but like you know it wouldn't be as cool of a scene with a bunch of dudes like moving like in slow motion like i get that yeah but it's like consistency guys like unless Zack snyder had directed it and then slow motion is part cool. of the game <laughs> you know how much time in slow-mo was spent on the Snyder cut. It's a three hour movie, right? Is it one hour of slow-mo? Are you sure it wasn't six hours? It's like, yeah, right. It's like 40 minutes or something like that of Uh, slow-mo. No doubt. I was like, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. The first two times he did it, I was like, oh, that was cool. That was a good time to pick it. And then I was like, that wasn't unnecessary. They were talking. They were eating a bagel. Why, why did you slow-mo the bagel? It's more epic when you slow-mo it, man. <laughs> All right. And not to be poo-pooing it, and I do like in Dune that 
they've created a universe and there's certain rules to it. They don't have thinking machines. So they have those nerds that do math for them. Fine. I get that. That's cool. But yeah, exactly. But their explanation for not having guns is like, oh, we have these shields that like stop bullets. But you've got other rockets and shit that know how to beat the shields. So why not just get something fucking better or a shield that like fixes that? I don't know. It does bum me out. No, like yeah. I said, way cooler. I, I, I agree and respect everything, all the choices for all of it, with the exception of just set your rules and stick to them kind of yeah, thing. For sure. Um, but again, I would, would I change that scene? No, it was awesome. Yeah, it was just, that's just my, uh, well, you'd have to, you'd have to stretch it out into a, like a corridor where he's able to get that intimate combat against multiple people. You can't have him doing just a melee with 15 different people striking quickly and also being able to kick. Like, I don't know. You're right. I, it could have been done differently and what if, in a coherent way. What if what we don't know is that they have special swords that the light is able to bend around the shield? And so it's kind of like a, a saber, like, oh, like a light bending saber of sorts dumb fucking dumb <laughs> fuck dumb god damn it okay we're moving on after that <laughs> segueing real quick segue uh, right, but who's the producer of this movie that's all i've ever uh, wanted to know yeah that's what we need to know is it disney it's Tim- it's timothy chamelay that's who it was Shamanama. it's zendaya there you go so segueing really quickly i did like some of their rules for this world and it's you could draw a lot of comparisons to uh to Star Wars, right? So you have the um God damn it, the, Irvin, it comes before Star Wars. Star Wars was, <laughs> was inspired by Dune. That's what I'm saying. There's still a lot of comparisons between the two. Just because one came before the other doesn't necessarily mean that it's, it has to be off. So with the force, you have the uh the voice, right? Whatever that is, that's essentially your Jedi's, except one's like all ladies and the other one's Catholic priests basically it's mostly dudes as yeah. jedis yeah and then um what's the other the math thing that's another thing that's a like an established kind of power and then your of course your shield that's their lightsabers so i really uh i really dug it i to me it was different i hadn't seen the 1980s movie hadn't read the books so to me i was like oh this is this is pretty epic like i really like this it, was like, it definitely doesn't. It leaves you wanting more, which I think is yeah. good. Is a good thing. I, I'm not excited that it was broken up like that, but I mean, we've all seen a copy of Dune. It's massive. It's huge, and it's however many books, right? You know, it can go on forever. Um, not that it needs to. Let's let's hope that they stick to. I, I don't even know how many are planned, right? At this point, I think um, I've read that it's going to be. Th- three so and that makes sense a trilogy makes sense two for the first uh Book. two books and then the third one should be basically that last book it's it's not one book per, per. it's yeah. gonna be like the first the first movie is like two and a half books i forgot like they they they, they talk about it but it's essentially just three yeah hot take should dune have been released as a HBO series instead. Probably. Yeah. That would have been much better. 
Much better, yeah. Game of Thrones in space. That's dun, what dun, I compared dun. it to. Game of Thrones met Star Wars and then had a baby with Lord of the Rings, and that's what you would get. Yeah, because knowing, yeah, knowing the story and how the 1984 version, 1980s version, whatever worked out, and then them not going any further than that. Um, yeah, there, and there's, there's a lot to unpack in that world, in that universe. You know, like it's one of the best-selling science fiction novels of all time. Yeah, with multiple sequels, right? Um, so a lot of differences between the uh, the movie, the the two movies, right? Um, yeah oh yeah oh yeah i mean because they're again they're taking their time but like back then in the 80s mm. there wasn't you didn't yeah, make yeah, an hbo you series you know like you, you make, made well, movies you didn't make trilogies either really yeah uh, i guess you did but indian jones yeah but it wasn't planned it's like Star oh Wars. we did really good let's make more exactly well that about wraps it up for dune I liked guys I liked uh it. please like and subscribe yeah dune uh on the whole would you recommend watching it trey yeah. oh yeah Irvin. yes indubitably and just wait until it's out in VHS. <laughs> All right, guys. Stay nerdy, my friends. We'll catch you on the next episode. Insert Please. catchphrase here. Catchphrase. 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 <laughs> wait, did we ever come up with one? That is yeah. a catchphrase. Insert catchphrase. God damn it. That's a um, shitty catchphrase. What a terrible catchphrase. All right, guys. You know, Brian. All right, guys. Bef- until the next episode, stay Momoa, not Les Moa. <laughs>